0: phoenix fm
1: this is blaine from mystery jets and you're listening to stuart pink on phoenix fm this is phoenix 98 fm
0: so i'm joined on the phone by blaine harrison from mystery jets hello blaine how are you doing hello there i'm not too bad thank you how are you keeping uh okay healthy so far (laughs) Yes, good, good, good to hear. It. At the time of recording, uh, <laughs> so it's, I, we're chatting because it's finally, almost, nearly time to unleash the new album, a billion hearts, a billion heartbeats, a billion heartbeats. Sorry, yet typo all right. on my part. <laughs> all right. Uh it's out on the third of April. Excited?
1: I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. Obviously, it's um, it's a weird time to be releasing music out into the world, but I think um. Uh, it's also really positive because I think, um, I think in a way music is the great unifier, you know, I think art has the ability to, to, uh, you know, to, to bring people together. I think music does that festivals do that yeah. records do that. And I think, um, people are naturally, um, you know, like hunkering down with their loved ones and staying in. And I think in a way that's, that creates, uh, an interesting space for, music to exist in so in some ways you know it it's actually quite an exciting time to be putting out an album absolutely
0: i don't know if it's ever been a more important time for people to be uh to be downloading and hearing new music
1: i agree i agree and i think um i mean it's funny like uh, i think everyone is having all the same conversations at the moment like i'm sure your listeners are probably having these conversations around around the dinner table <laughs> i think um you know like the the, there is something about what's going on um with with coronavirus that that is that is uniting people and i think you know the landscape that the songs on our album came from was a very divided landscape you know i think like politics politics in the uk um and just global politics as well like has been so kind of skewed for the last four years like you know obviously with the referendum, Trump getting into office, um, and I think, and you know, the refugee crisis, uh, the you know, the climate disaster, all of these factors have made the world quite a hostile place. I think, in a lot of ways, you know, like divisions in in society between um, different generations, like you know, the age gap feels like, um, you know, like that. The, there's been so there's been so many places in in our society where I think these sort of Um, chasms have grown and I think in a way um, you know, like art has an ability to heal at those times and um, you know, just just this week when this country has, you know, has sort of like, you know, what's been going on in further afield in Italy and China has has sort of finally come to us and I think actually where we're sort of reminded of how important it is to see ourselves as a whole and And these these sort of divisions in society start to slightly melt away. And I think actually that's, um, that's, I suppose, trying to look at it in a positive light.
0: Every cloud, eh?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you mentioned the the
0: new album coming from a place of uh, uh, sort of mentioning a lot of social differences and difficulties. Uh, What can you tell us about the new album in that context?
1: Well, the songs on the record were were all written during a twelve month period, during which I was living um, right in the centre of London. Um, I was living in a, as a property guardian in an abandoned uh, building just off Trafalgar Square, oh, yeah. which essentially my job was to keep out, um, you know, looters or people <laughs> wanting to break into the building and set fire to it or do whatever they, you know, whatever they would have done to it so my job was 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 to kind of keep the building safe but because of the proximity to to Trafalgar Square um it which is obviously the the center of protest in this country um I I was uh I was witness to almost every Saturday morning for, for, for the year that I was living there there would be a protest you know be it um uh a Brexit related protest or um you know like a help refugees black lives matter save the nhs the women's march yeah. extinction rebellion it really was like a uh an incredible it felt like being in the eye of a storm is that a weekly massive gathering that yeah to- that's it that's it that's, <laughs> that's a good way of looking at it and so i thought well um i've got no choice but to use my art to talk about this because this is what this is you know that was the sort of uh landscape that I was living in that was my reality at that time and so going on all these marches not so much to shout and to sing but just to listen really and yeah. to find an alternative I suppose like perspective on the truth to what was being reported in newspapers because I think um, you know hope and positivity doesn't really sell newspapers and I think actually when you go to a protest it really reinstills your Hope and your, uh, you know, a a sort of hope in society and a feeling of togetherness, and you know, that's what that's what music seeks to do, and that's that's what we've always seek to do with our records is to, you know, when people when people put on one of our records or come to one of our shows or see us at a festival, we want people to feel hopeful, we want people to leave with a with a renewed sense of um, optimism about their own lives and about the future and i think that's how you do that you do that in sharing and um you know music works on empathy music's powered by empathy and as songwriters that's what we do that's our currency
0: i like the fact that he went to these protests to listen i don't think a lot of people mm. do that i think a lot of people go to, to voice their opinion but it's it must be if you if you're living around the corner you can get you know pick up different experience from different lives and all sorts it must have fed yeah into the I, I
1: really think that's true and i think like the Internet, obviously, is great, and there's, uh, it, it's positive in so many ways, but I think if you spend too much time on it on social media, for example, you, um, what, you, what you get is lots of opinions and everyone expressing their view on everything. and, and that's fantastic, and yes, that's very demographic, um, democratic, sorry, but um, actually, when perhaps we're not as good as listening we're not as good at listening as we used to be you know we're very good at having an opinion on things but actually mm. when you go to a protest it's actually a really um, quite amazing place to just, to just tap into what people around you are feeling and um, you know reserving your judgement on it and actually just listening and I think perhaps if we all got a little bit better of listening we wouldn't, we wouldn't um, be in quite the same dire straits as we've ended up in This is Phoenix 98FM
0: Uh, Have you drawn on a lot of those different protests in the different songs? Do they each speak to a different sort of message?
1: Yeah, I think they do. I think they do. I mean, just taking a few examples, um, Screwdriver, which is the first one we put out on the album, that's a song which I wrote after um, attending a a protest uh, against uh, uh, an alt-right party um called Britain First and it was a it was a protest where on one side you had um you had Britain First uh, which which sort of rebranding of of essentially the BNP in this country um very Islamophobic party on the other side you had all the protesters and then coming down um on the other side of they put up, the police put up all these fences on the other side you had the EDL uh coming down as well and Tommy robinson and I sort of ended up in the, in the thick of it all <laughs> Stuck in with the, all the yeah with all the journalists and the photographers and um I really tried to write the song from the perspective from an impartial perspective just trying to understand where um this intolerance in our society stems from and I think it does stem from um you know not being not being attentive to each other and not listening to communities who who have been um uh, affected in various ways by globalization, and um, that's how that's how xenophobia and all these things that's where they're seeded. Mm. So that's that's what that's a song that's very much inspired by that. And another one uh, that comes to mind is, is "Hospital Radio," and that's a song which was inspired by um, the time I've spent in NHS hospitals in this country. I, I've got um, I've got a disability, which means that. Um, I have to have, you know, quite a lot of hospital care um, at yeah, various yeah. times. Um, I've I've kind of partly grown up in hospitals. They've, they're, they're very friendly places to me. You know, really the song was my way of expressing um, my appreciation for the National Health Service, you know, and having got sick touring. Um, that song was a chance to express my gratitude for... The NHS, which I, I can't remember who it was, but someone said it's the closest thing the British have to a religion, which yeah. I think is is very <laughs> true.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we definitely need that religion right now, don't we? <laughs> we do. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, it's been a little while coming out the, this this album. A few few uh, delays and stuff. Obviously, you had um, uh, you were unwell yourself, and I hope you're you're healthy now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm all healed up and you know ready to get back out there so you know like there'll still be <laughs> there'll still be some stages <laughs> to play on the great thing is is that there are so many um there's so many platforms and um, channels to engage with fans with our audiences out there and i think we're going to be exploring those over the coming weeks and as lots of other artists are and, you know looking at ways of beaming people into our rehearsal rooms into our kitchens and living rooms and yeah, so we're many with our
0: music. so many artists getting together and doing like uh, sort of live streams and studio sessions from home. And
1: uh, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Uh, you've mentioned your your disabilities there. You've you've been someone who's uh, who's leading the fight to make gig venues more accessible uh, when all this calms down and we're able to get back out to the gigs. Uh, I saw you supported a, a gig recently in Camden for Attitude Is Everything.
1: We did, yeah, that's right. So we we um, we've been working with Dot Martins who have really helped us raise, uh, raise the flag for, um, a charity called Attitudes is Everything, who I've worked with for coming up to 10 years now. They're, they're an organization which campaign, um, in the music sector to make venues and, uh, venues and, and festivals accessible to deaf and disabled audiences. So what we do is, is raise awareness, and. uh, educate the industry you know everyone from from artists to promoters to 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 agents booking agents um, managers all sorts of people to really um encourage them to make music spaces accessible Mm -hmm. to as varied audiences as possible and i think you know as an artist and also a member of the disabled community it's, it's really important to me that um certainly our shows are um uh, you know, are 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 accessible to people um, who with all different sorts of needs. So we yeah. we uh, announced at the beginning of this year that we're only going to be playing accessible shows from now on. Um, you know, uh, it's something that I hope will snowball, and I think hopefully a lot of other other artists will will uh, will join the battle because I think it's 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 so important in times like this for. Um, you know, the healing powers of music to be um, something for everyone to enjoy, you know, and I think like there's nothing worse than showing up um, at to see your favourite band and if you are someone such as me, you know, if, like suddenly there's a, there's, you know, there's a huge flight of stairs or there's yeah. uh, you know, the staff haven't been properly trained to deal with disabled people or there's no viewing platform at a festival. These are all things that um, you know, that like have a tendency to be, to be taken for granted, but there's still there's still so much that needs to change in in, uh, in the music industry.
0: People just need to sort of think about it because I suppose you don't often see that kind of information before you're there, and suddenly you're you're there, you bought a ticket, and you can't
1: actually That's it. get in. That's it, you know. And I think also, um, you know, when was the last time you saw uh, a, a Brit Award accepted by someone with a disability or you know walking with a white cane i mean that's not to say um those spaces um that's not to say that um you know like there's necessarily a a stigma against disabled people um being in the public eye i don't think it's that so much it's just more that they're not given equal opportunity i think that's Mm. what needs to change is that is that people um uh need to feel like they can see themselves reflected in um in those very public spaces and I think for a long time I rejected the idea of um talking about my, di- my disability because I wanted people to focus on the music but there came a point where I thought well hang on what about you know if I think back to being like 15 year old me there was no one in the public eye that that resembled uh you know there was no one on crutches yeah on the main stage at wedding festival at Glastonbury like it just wasn't something but there weren't those role models out there and I I suppose um, I feel like if you want to, if you want to see change, we'll be the change. And and and, um, and I think um, you know there are lots of great art disabled artists coming through, and, and I I feel very proud to be part of that movement. You know,
0: absolutely. And in the time you've been doing that, and, and, and since you started in music, have you seen change? Do you think it, we're getting there? Are we starting to get some change? Yeah, I
1: really have. I really have. I mean, yeah. I think the the way that, um, uh, for example, the conversations around mental health have hugely changed via things like, um, you know, mental awareness day and um, using social media hashtags. um, Those kind of like baby steps in terms of dismantling these sort of stigmas are are actually really powerful. And I think in, in, in the accessibility movement, to call it, to give it a name um mm. you know like social media is provided it, it is proving to be a really powerful tool there as well because people who are who didn't necessarily have a voice um five ten years ago um are, are able to, to 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 cut through and to have and to express their frustrations and those voices are starting to be listened to phoenix 98 fm
0: your new album's out on the third of April. Uh, looking forward to to enjoying some of that stuff. Um, enjoying the singles very much. Um, I saw there was a, a video yesterday for a billion heartbeats. Um, yeah, what was what was it like putting it out together?
1: It was great. So so that song. Uh, it's funny because it <laughs> when we made the video and obviously when we recorded the song, it was it was before um, it was well weeks months before. Uh, you know the the corona pandemic and um and yet in a funny way it feels like uh in some ways it it kind of feels as relevant as it did when we wrote it because the song was was written uh as a as an expression of um solidarity around the grenfell disaster in london which okay which obviously Mm. shocked the world but it also to me um showed how out of something so out of this kind of huge human atrocity this huge loss of life it actually showed how resilient the communities um around that disaster were and the way that people came together and um I was working down there on the day as a as a uh, volunteer just helping like working through some of the um all the copious amounts of donations that were coming in. It was like coming in by the truckload on the hour, every hour. And the way that people came together to support each other felt like something, felt like just an incredible display of, um, you know, like strangers reaching out and expressing their their solidarity and that that kind of human, the resilience of the human spirit Mm -hmm. coming through. And I think in a, you know, it's, in a, in a funny way like I think that's kind of what we're seeing now as well I think people are um, everyone's looking at uh, looking at people around them and looking at themselves and saying well how are we going to get through the next few months and I think particularly people who are um, self-employed people who are artists people who run small businesses are going to suffer the most and um, and I think people are starting to really look around and help their neighbors and and you know it's evenly Sort of small acts of kindness, like getting some shopping for your elderly neighbours, or, or checking checking that people around you have everything they need. It's these things that actually remind us of our, um, you know, of that we're all part of a bit. Uh, we're all part of a whole, yeah. and I think that song really is, is very much about that.
0: So what's next? I know it's difficult to forecast too far into the future, but what's next for uh, for
1: Mystery Jets? Are there well, records coming out? coming out next month um there'll be some shows around that fingers crossed if there isn't we'll be finding a way to um you know to broadcast some music from our rehearsal room or from our studio we'll, we'll find some way of, awesome. of, of allowing those songs to go out into the world and then um there, there there is touring plans for later in the year in other parts of the world as well so but, you know, I think at the moment we've just got to take everything day by day and, um, you know, like, don't stop listening to music because uh, now music means more than ever in these times. And I think, um, you know, I've, I've certainly got my record player out of the attic and I've dusted off some of my LPs. <laughs> and um, I think actually it, it can remind you how wonderful music is shared. And um, we can't necessarily all get together in fields. At the moment, but what we can do is, is uh, to put on a record and enjoy it with those closest to us. Um, that's the power of music. Yeah, know. I think it's a great healer.
0: Beautiful, Blaine. Thanks for chatting to us. Good to talk to you. Good luck with uh, with, with staying healthy and stuff, and hopefully we will we'll get to enjoy some of your uh, some of your live sessions and stuff, whatever comes. Thank so. you very much. Take care. See you soon.
1: All right. All the best. Stay safe. Bye.
0: Bye phoenix 98fm go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews check the events for your area and listen to great radio online